The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And even as we're settling in, you know, we've been purposefully developing a vocabulary, not just in this course, but probably all of us through the years of our practice, developing a vocabulary, a competency of recognizing the qualities that are present in the mind, and whether those qualities that, for whatever reasons, are present now, whether they're supportive of clarity and clear comprehension of how seeds of suffering might be getting planted, or seeds for release, for balance are getting planted and cultivated. That's really, in a way, the definition of someone following the teachings of the Buddha is this development of this very pragmatic intelligence or wisdom that can comprehend, can pay attention in a way that comprehends how the mind is. But how the mind is in this very particular way is the way the mind is, the way the mind like what it's paying attention to, how it's paying attention, the activity of the mind. What is it setting in motion? There isn't really anything neutral in the world. It's helpful to think of it that way, that we're either digging the hole deeper, cutting the groove in terms of, you know, planting seeds that are stressful, The seed themselves are stressful and they lead to more stress or we're learning a thing or two, starving what needs to be starved, feeding what needs to be fed so that the nature of the mind, the quality of the mind is in the direction of release, becoming more unburdened. So let's just keep that in mind, even in the settling process. really appreciate people sticking with the course. It's a way of contributing, actually. It wouldn't, it wouldn't really be so easy, would it, for us to want to develop our minds if we were all alone. So let's begin, as we normally do, by chanting slowly the three refuges. I'll ring the bell three times to begin.
adjustments in a way that's helpful. And first and foremost, even if we sense we don't have much of a clue how to take care of the heart and mind, even if it's like that for us now, we still take responsibility. We don't give up. We don't give in to that tendency of being helpless. One of my teachers, Saida Utejaniya, a Burmese Buddhist monk, one thing you need to remember and understand is that you cannot leave the mind alone. It needs to be watched constantly. If you do not look after your garden, it will overgrow with weeds. If you do not watch your mind, defilements will grow and multiply. The mind does not belong to you, but you are responsible for it. begin our sit tonight, we'll take uh, several minutes, each of us in our own way, remembering, recalling the experience of mindful awareness. And we'll probably have some missteps, like we might immediately try to do mindful awareness. And then hopefully, eventually, we'll notice how that's contrived or tight in some way. 
not that there's nothing to do when we meditate. But what we do is actually much more about cultivating the ground. So mindfulness, mindful awareness, wisdom awareness can flourish. So one way to do this contemplation, we're contemplating the reality of mindful awareness, is just to appreciate those moments when the awareness is apparent for you. It might be useful for several minutes that this is the totality of our practice, not doing mindfulness, but appreciating mindful awareness, really appreciating it. capacity that recognizes the present moment. It's like this. And as you're appreciating this capacity for awareness, your own way, just allow any unnecessary efforting, any kind of imitation or fixed stance that is there because of habit. Basically anything that you discover is extra, just allow it to fall away as you just, as we all just continue to contemplate this capacity of mindful awareness. What one teacher called an intention so persevering it becomes a kind of love. This intention, natural and impersonal intention to be present, to remember the present moment. keep it in mind.
Is the mind aware? And is it possible to recognize this mindful awareness as an activity or a capacity here and now? Is it possible to keep it in mind, a kind of love or appreciation? Noticing maybe the second factor of awakening, which is investigation of phenomena, just investigation of the way it is. Because we're investigating the nature of the capacity of mindfulness, an aspect of the present moment here and now. some habits, like a habit to focus one's attention on something. But the focusing itself isn't mindfulness, it's focusing. helpful this point. Remember, mindfulness isn't something that you do. It's something that we recognize that's here and now. And in the recognizing of it, it gets stronger. less and less superficial with continuity and less and less dependent on thought.
the effort we're making arises because there's some sense that it's skillful, it's helpful, even liberating to be interested in this capacity we call mindful awareness. it's not so much our habit to be interested in something subtle and internal. So we train. We start again and again. recognize this capacity of awareness. Awareness doesn't really care what it is that's being known. It's just reflecting in a sense back to itself that it's like this. So even when we're in a way messing up, being distracted or mind is acting out in some way. Mindful awareness can be recognized because that acting out is being known. There's a knowing that this is being known.
And let's be especially interested in what Sharon Salzberg once called the torment of continuity. Why is it that the continuity of mindful awareness appears at least at times to be so challenging? Just be mindful of the difficulty in sustaining. Again, we're not doing the mindfulness, but we're sustaining our attention and noticing, keeping it in mind. need to make an adjustment many, many times during the set because we might have a habit of thinking that we have to do the mindfulness. It happens quite often and the mind begins to think that mindfulness means focusing the attention on some experience. 
just find your own way to remind yourself that I'm learning to recognize mindfulness that's here in the space at the present moment and then learning how to keep it in mind how to be interested appreciative even in our practice you might find it necessary or useful to ask a question from time to time you just have to experiment with what kind of questions lead to mental proliferation and aren't helpful and what kind of questions support the mind in recognizing the awareness that's here so it might be that you ask, is the mind knowing? What's the mind knowing? And can we keep what the mind is knowing, can we keep that in mind? This kind of wisdom contemplation we've been doing, remember it's not necessarily conducive to tranquility. Not all meditative practices, at least initially, are conducive to tranquility. But it might be conducive to wisdom, to the deepening of understanding.
just sitting for another minute or two. And of course, reminding the body as often as helpful that it's okay to relax, to be soft. Of course, the mind's very nature is this knowing. So mindfulness is keeping this knowing in mind. Keeping what the mind is knowing, is conscious of, keeping that in mind. 